Hey parents, are you trying to find a sport for your kids to do during the winter months? Have them wrestle. Have them join the Combat Wrestling Club at Combat Athletics located on Cooper Creek Road in Moxville, North Carolina. The Combat Wrestling Club wrestles a full AAU schedule with practices three days a week. I guarantee you that your kid will enjoy it. It is fun. And it will get them in shape, build self-confidence, and self-defense. Join the Combat Wrestling Club today in Moxville, North Carolina. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Ryan Hayes. I'm back with another episode of Champions. I got two guests today, uh, wrestlers from uh, Preston University, uh, Pat Nate Dugan. Um, they've given me a little bit of their time while they're actually currently riding up to Harvard to uh, duel um, them tomorrow. Uh, and I got them on the line right now. Uh, Nathan, Pat, you're live. How are you doing today? Hey, what's up, Nathan? How you doing? Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, yeah, just uh, I guess we'll just start out. Like, how's, Nate, you can go first. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. What was that? I said, how's everything going, man? Oh, things are good. Things are good. We're uh, a little more than halfway through the season and uh, just continuing to do what we do. So things are going well. What about you, Pat? How's everything going for you? Going well. We, uh, we just finished up finals um, this past week. So uh, we have a week uh, off classes and, uh, you know, kind of just focused on training right now and, and starting the second half of the season all strong. Um, with our first couple of Ivy League duels, so, um, you know, not too much stress going into the, the weekend, uh, which is good, um, and yeah, just looking forward to competing. Right, I, I'm assuming you don't have to cut much weight, because you, you, you sound like you're energized and ready to go. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, I would not say that, um, I, I think it's a, it's a better week um, than normal, so that's good. Definitely keep me a little more optimistic. Um, you know, got to get work out in this morning before we left. So, um, yeah, def- definitely doing it the right way this week. For sure, man, for sure. Oh, you, Matt, um, I just asked everybody the same question. Um, how did your walk start into this sport, wrestling? Is that, is that a question for Nate or me? Uh, you answer first, and Nate can answer it uh, after you. Um, what got you started in this uh, sport? You know, what got you wrestling? Uh, it, was, it was definitely my dad. You know, my dad uh, grew up wrestling himself. Uh, you know, wasn't, wasn't really ever pushed into the sport. Like, he was kind of, um, you know, he just did it because his brothers did it. He's, he's one of four brothers. Um, so, you know, that household was, was a group full of menaces. Um, they kind of just were played football. Um, you know, so he, he was kind of a, uh, you know, a three-sport athlete in high school. Um, wrestled and, and kind of just understood, you know, the, the lessons and the things that the sport taught him and knew that, you know, he wanted to do this, so I didn't do it. So I'm, I'm the oldest uh, in my family. I got two younger siblings, a younger sister and a younger brother. Um, so I guess the first one, he was the guy with him, you know, the guy in the sport, um, and it kind of took off from there. So um, I, I, I got blessed to be a part of a really, really great youth program in, in Randolph, New Jersey, which is uh, – it's, it's uh, about a half an hour outside of New York City. 
Um, and I was wrestling actually underneath a, a national champ at Penn State. His name is Carl Stephanus. Um, as a you know a fifth grader, um, you don't really see that very often. You know, you know among youth programs. So I, I, that kind of really, um, I guess, made me realize how how you know lucky I was to be a part of a you know program like that, and kind of just kickstarted my my career. I guess. For sure, uh, Nathan. How about you? It's funny because I uh, I had one of your friends on a podcast about three weeks ago that used to train with you, uh, Braxton Amos, and he told me a little bit about you and you uh, and how you, you know how you started up there at a wrestling club somewhere outside of Ohio. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, Nathan. Braxton's a really good friend of mine. We, we yeah. Hey, did you did you hear did you hear a question? Yeah. What's up? I'm here. Yeah, you go go for it. Yeah, I did. Can you hear me or no? All right. Well, uh, yeah. So speaking on Braxton, me and him have known each other since like early middle school, and uh, started up there with with uh, Team Around Wrestling Club. A lot like Pat, my dad got me me kind of into the sport. I moved around a lot as a kid, um, and wrestling was something that always followed me. It was just a universal thing that a lot of different communities, no matter where I was at in the United States, had a wrestling club. And I was able to to work out and enjoy myself. And I got really serious about wrestling probably around probably 11 or 12. And that's when, when Coach Moran and, and, and uh, all those guys up there, Braxton and Carson, and, uh, I started working out with them. So right. So my, like evolution um, I know you ended up uh, moving to North Carolina. What brought and how did you do up north before you got uh, before you got to Lake Norman? Yeah, so my dad took a new job in Charlotte uh, going into eighth grade. I didn't really have, you know, like much of a choice in terms of moving, and I hadn't really, hadn't really done a whole lot wrestling-wise um, in terms of like accolades or anything to really speak about. But uh, I continued to train uh, in Columbus, Ohio. I, I went up there pretty much twice a month, um, all year. Uh, like heavier in the summers, but during during the season, even still. Um, I, I made it up to Columbus and was able to train with Coach Moran. Um, so I think the turning point, like when I really got serious about wrestling, was kind of when I moved to North Carolina. Um, and I, you know, a lot of people looked at it kind of as a disadvantage because I was getting so serious, but I just, I kind of Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so one of the, a question I got um, for both of you, I guess we could start with you, Nate, since I just left off with you. Uh, so you guys are wrestling at Princeton. What made you guys choose an Ivy League school? You know, Ivy League schools uh, maybe um, are more academically. It's kind of academically heavy. It's probably harder or harder class. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing feedback. Are you still kind of close to Pat, aren't you? Okay. Uh, no, I'm I'm no, it's all good. Um, so what made you guys choose a school like Princeton? It's kind of a more uh, academic rigor a little bit, a little bit harder uh, classes and stuff. So, you know, what made you choose that school to wrestle at um, as opposed to any other kind of uh, state institution or public school? Um, I mean, I know for me it was just the, the all those things you said are, should be looked at as disadvantages or – or obstacles, but um, if you let them 
let them hard you and let them make you a little bit tougher, I think that they, they become advantages. Um, I just really, I wanted to push myself and I wanted to figure out where my, like what, what 100% of myself looks like. And I feel like this is- What, what about you, Pat? Do that, so. Yeah, um, you know, similar to me, Brandon, just kind of uh, trying to figure out where, the, where you can find the best of both worlds and the best wrestling you can possibly get with also the, you know, the best academic side of university, uh, uh, right? Because that's what you go to college for at the end of the day. You're trying to get the best education possible so you can you know, kickstart your career um, you know, following college and, and be in a place um, that you feel confident that you should build within your uh, you know, knowledge and background so that you can do well in your job. So, um, you know, for me, it was just uh, a matter of figuring out where, what school had the best of both. Um, and Princeton really just, just did. Um, and then on top of that, just like, you know, the, the team culture, I think, was just a lot different than anywhere else on the team. Uh, a lot more tight knit, a lot more, um, you know, rough, you know, almost like a, you're, you're leaning on your brothers every day, each and every day. Um, where a lot of other places I went to that I visited. Kind of separated and everyone was kind of doing their own thing and it doesn't really you know, unite his front almost. Um, but yeah, I, mean, um, I, I went to a private school that kind of valued that, that you know, academic rigor. Um, so I definitely wanted to use that as a you know, way to propel me on to you know, a, a higher level of education, like, like an Ivy League institution. So, um, you know, and again, it's able to hard because they do sacrifice it all kinds of things, you know, scholarships and, and you know, other, other things that, uh, you know, get your school paid for uh, to come to a place like Princeton where, you know, academics aren't valued, or uh, athletics aren't valued very highly, and, you know, you can have to pick school. So, uh, it's just, it's really uh, a sad, it's, it's, it's an investment almost in your future. So, that's kind of the way I know a lot of it is. Yeah, for for sure. Um, I tell you right now, I I can I couldn't do a school like Preston. I'm not even uh, I wasn't even good at academics. I did what I could, but you guys are, are pretty smart, pretty smart people. Um, Pat, I want to touch a little bit on the uh, the Midlands tournament. You won it. Uh, tell me, what was your mindset going into that? That uh, that you. Did you see yourself being in the finals and, and, and winning it? I mean, I know that's like kind of like a crazy question, but like, did you really think you had a chance of actually winning that thing? I mean, going to the tournament, uh, picking anything besides winning it, uh, um, I think you got to just hang up your shoes right there. Don't even bother wasting your time going in because you're already putting yourself at a disadvantage. Um, so, just mindset going in is definitely in. Um, and I think it's just, in my mind, just another thing. Uh, you know, you don't want to put anything on the school. And make it anything more than it really is. You know, bottom line is you know, the competition, right? It's just uh, like anything else. Uh, it's, it's, but it's a competition with really great competitors and guys you might not see again until the NCAA tournament. So, um, you know, obviously I was looking forward to getting my hands on the guys that were, um, you know, currently ranked ahead of me, the Spencer Leeds and the, and the Jack Mueller's. Um, unfortunately, didn't, didn't wind up getting to see them. Um, which was kind of, you know, obviously a little bit of a, um, a downside to, to, to the championship, right? It almost didn't feel like a win because of that. Because I didn't get to see those guys and knock them off. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely good to, you know, get to the finals and, 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 and be the champion at the end of the day. But, 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, at at the end of the day, I mean, Chris, it's not your fault that, you know, those guys won in the tournament, uh, you know. So, I mean, you want it, you want it, and that's good for you. Um, and it's good for your stock. I mean, it, it makes your stock go up. It's a, it's a more accol accolade for you. Um, Nathan, so tell, with the Midlands, I know you wrestled it. Was that the toughest tournament you've been in? Tell me a little bit about it, your experience, you know, being a, a freshman at Princeton and wrestling in these tough tournaments. Yeah, one of the one of the things that that should attract you to the Princeton program is is how tough the schedule is, even for someone that's not maybe in the you know in the lineup the way that that uh, like I would necessarily want to be. But Midlands was you know a super tough tournament. Wrestled a lot of really really solid kids. Um, got my hands on you know starters from other schools, and I, I honestly had a had a pretty good showing. I went three and two. I was a match from placing, which kind of stings it, it it's it's almost in a way good um simply because you it kind of leaves you with that bad taste in your mouth and, and you come back and continue to work um yeah i mean it was definitely a, a super tough tournament everybody you know at this level is is good there's no there's no guy that you're just going to walk out and, and smack around and it's going to be easy you have to be expecting uh, a fight and i think that that's uh something i kind of started to look forward to so, yeah, it was awesome. Right. Um, Pat, in the Midlands tournament, um, did you wrestle anybody that you uh, that you've wrestled before, maybe uh, in high school or maybe before that tournament? You had a dual match or better match in another tournament. Uh, did you wrestle any of those guys prior to Midlands? Yeah, there's a couple. Uh, one, one kid um, who's on a gap, who's actually taking a redshirt this year. Um, he's going to Jersey guy, so I've seen him a bunch throughout the years. Wrestled him in the state final my eighth grade year and lost to him. Um, and then wrestled throughout high school. I think wrestled my sophomore year high school in the movie. Um, and then maybe one other time, uh, yeah, actually at Fargo uh, one year, I uh, wrestled him. So uh, definitely, definitely seen him a couple times. Um, and that was my pre quarterfinals match, um, I believe. Um, Actually, no, that was, that was the quarterfinals. I'm sorry. sorry. Um, and then, uh, I think that was pretty much the, uh, the only guy. Um, I know that kid Michael Diagostino from Northwestern, I wrestled in the finals. I had seen him once. But it's like a summer tournament at Disney World. Um, at one of those, like, day before lands. It's, it's a three-day long tournament over the summer. That's, um, you know, I'm sure not everyone's in the greatest shape for uh, but, uh, yeah, I've seen him there. So, I'd say those, those are the only two that I had seen prior going in. Um, but, yeah. Right. So, you guys are getting ready to wrestle Harvard tomorrow. Um, what do you know about Harvard? What do you know about some of the wrestlers, like, uh, in and around your weight class? Uh, uh, Nathan, you can answer first, or and, and then, Pat, you can uh, – you, you can answer for yours. Like, what are the, I mean, have you guys seen this team at tournaments? Uh, what's the what's the report on them? Um, yeah, I mean, we saw them. I mean, I got to watch them wrestle a little bit at Midlands and a couple other opens you see, you know, Harvard guys at. But um, this is kind of the start of our Ivy League, our Ivy League schedule, and we really just want to come out this weekend and, and have a lot of energy. 
um, don't don't treat it as like a you know a business trip. Like actually enjoy this 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 opportunity and, and this stretch of the season. And and uh, if we do that, we're going to come out on top. We're you know very confident in our training and, and our coaches, and we know we're in the right spot. So if we just keep energy high, I think that uh, everything's going to go for it. Plan. What about you, Patrick? Yeah. So um, I think. from high school, what does it take to be able to wrestle on that level and be able to compete at that high level and and, and, uh, and actually be uh, part of the guys that are being being a be-, be one of the best guys in the nation? Like, what does it take, Pat, to kind of be on that level? What, what's your training like? And, and what are some of the things you do daily, like, throughout the week? I think it's 120% uh, mentality, uh, right? It's, it's uh, mindset. Getting out there, getting your hands out, getting to the positions you want to be in, and 
is different from Lake Norman and, and uh, youth club, you know, how, how is, how is training different and what, what are you doing to kind of push yourself day to day? Yeah. Um, biggest difference I think is, is the actual day to day in the room with, with your training partners in high school. Um, you know, you, you kind of like train on your own, train in your own environment and then you go out and you travel and you test yourself against better guys. Um, and now I'm in, I'm in a spot where you live three minutes from you know, some of the best guys in the country to train with. So um, that can be, that's like a really exciting thing, a, a huge positive, but it also makes your life pretty hard. And that's the way you want it. That's the way it has to be. If you want to get, if you want to get better, if you want to be, if you want to be, you know, like Pat on the podium at NCAAs, like that's the environment you have to create. Um, and like I said before, just about like the actual tournaments and, and like Midlands, for example, is you're not going to run out and get somebody that's that's you know, no good at all that, that you're just going to like smack around and, and, and win and, and be totally like, um, like dominant over in, in terms of like it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a struggle. And I think the quicker you embrace that, the just like better your, your career, maybe not your career, but uh, just the transition and the difference you're, you're gonna feel it um, yeah it's just, it's just embracing that, that struggle and that fight that makes it makes a world of difference in wrestling for sure um about maybe three weeks ago i saw that uh pat downey was up there in your wrestling room i know he's kind of close to your way did you get the road with him or work out with him any uh nathan um i mean pat pat downey is um he's kind of in and out of the room a little bit he trains definitely primarily with the NJRTC. I haven't gotten my hands on them uh, really at all, but having those RTC guys in the room, like, it just raises the level of... Um, you know, I've gotten to wrestle with CJ Brecky and, and Nate Jackson, even like Bryce Meredith a little bit. But just getting your hands on, on those those guys that are kind of out of out of the college grind, but, but just so high level. Um, I already, I've already felt like like I've made jumps with those guys and, and just a handful of practices that I that I get to that's cool um Pat what are, what are your plans of prison what are you majoring in uh like what what's the what's the plan for you what's the what's your end goal as far as uh wrestling and then academics and you know a, a real job just tell me a little bit about where you want to be at like 10 years from now yeah um so I, I, as of right now I'm planning on
started my, my interest in it. And so I kind of just been on track to be an economics major since, um, since like my freshman year. I've been taking like the classes, the math classes, the econ classes that I needed to, to have the prereq before I can major in econ. So um, I'm pretty, pretty confident that I'm going to be an econ major as long as I, you know, don't mess up anything this next semester because you declare your major at the end of your sophomore year at Princeton. In terms of major, I'm really not 100% sure. Um, I just got through my first semester, and like Pat said, I don't have to declare until uh, sophomore year. So I'm kind of just still taking a lot of like our uh, distribution requirements that we have at, at Princeton, like general education courses, um, and like picking a course that I want to go down. I'm kind of leaning uh, sociology right now. Um, just because I find it to be interesting, and I've had you know some success in some of the some of the courses that I've taken. Um, and then in terms of like after college, um, I'm I'm not really there yet. I don't think I need to uh, just kind of continue to, to keep my head down and, and uh, get through get through school here and, and wrestle and kind of figure out what I want to be doing, and then make an action plan, kind of the way Pat has um, with econ. Um, but I'm just kind of, you know, a few steps behind him because I'm, I'm, I'm newer to the program than he is. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at academically. Right. So I know the rules in high school and, and, and in college for wrestling are, uh, I mean, they're basically the same, but two, there are a couple things that, of course, are not implemented in high school. But are you guys satisfied with the rules um, in, in college? Is there anything that you may, that you think to be, taken away or something that needs to be added. Um, Pat, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, in terms of rules, I mean, I think one thing that's, that's very different is the, is the four point in your fall. It, it actually changes matches uh, quite a bit in, in college. I think, uh, you know, from high school, you're getting three points on, on backs, and it just it just makes the gap a little bit wider. The only thing 
that I would say maybe needs to change is the discrepancy on like out of bounds stalling. But you know, hopefully you're not the guy with his with his back to the edge getting pushed out um, in, in any of your matches. But I don't know. I mean, there's not much I would really change except for except for like fixing that the edge stalling, um, leaving it up to the refs too much. Right. Um. That that was Nathan. So Patrick, uh, what do you think? to say that uh, you guys can hear me, right? Yeah, so I, I, I always said that uh, in college, I always thought that uh, maybe riding time should be eliminated because I thought it started just encouraging stalling um, and it doesn't encourage somebody actually on, on top to really work something other than just trying to hold the guy down and, and, and get that extra point at the end of the match. But I've I've heard a lot of people's opinions on it. I mean, it's uh, you also got to take into consideration that you are like trying to ride out another strong, grown man, you know. So, I mean, I guess that's enough to award an extra point. But yeah, I, I just I just want to see how your how your answers and thoughts stacked up to a lot of other wrestlers that I had on the podcast. So, going into a duel meet, like, and, and I'll. I'll start with Nathan and then Pat, you can answer. Going into a duel meet, like, what is your mindset? Like, when you wake up on the on the uh, day that you have to compete, what are, are there any certain rituals that you have? What are some things that you to kind of get you ready for competition? Uh, Nathan, you can go first. Yeah, I mean, I don't really feel like, uh, like, if there's no specific ritual or, like, routine or anything like that, I think the first thing you think of in terms of, in terms of that dual meet day is like getting the weight off and making weight. Um, so that's like priority number one. Usually you'll have to get like one or two workouts in uh, to get that off. And then kind of once you make weight, uh, rehydrate, feel good. Uh, it's just focusing on what you're going to do. Trying not to think about um, like anything that guy's going to do. If you, just, if you just focus on on yourself, focus on your offense and, and what you're going to do. Um, there's nothing more you can really you can really do up to that point. The preparation's been put in, and then one thing I, I like to do is just remind myself that 
that I'm going to go and do my best. And then whatever my best looks like on that day is, is good enough for the time. And uh, as the season goes on, we just try to improve that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like Pat said earlier, it's, it's a lot of mentality. Uh, if you can just stay within yourself and do what you're trained to do, you're going to have you're gonna have positive outcomes. When you try to extend yourself outside of that or, or do something crazy, then, then you're going to have you're not going to see what you want to see. So. Uh, okay. What about you, Patrick? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, similar to Nate. Um, yeah, for me, it's just like getting weighted down, right? And then once I step on that scale, that mentality really changes. I want to kind of get ready to go for this match. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely different for me compared to tournaments where you only have like you know, an hour. Uh, after weigh-ins, kind of prepared and ready to go for that match. Where you know, in a tournament, you can buy you can wait you know, two hours for your match, two three hours. Um, you know, first day to two-hour weigh-in. So um, you know, definitely a little bit of a difference there between uh, you know getting ready for a tournament and getting ready for a dual meet. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just about doing what you can and doing your job for the team, uh, right? And putting as many points in that board as you can. So it's about giving your your you know highest percent effort that for that day. Almost setting the tone for the rest of the match for the rest of the guys. You go out there and skip by two. Um, you know, it's great for three points. Right. Um, both of you guys kind of hit on a little bit the uh, cutting weight aspect of the sport. Um, me, you know, I coach a lot of high school kind of club kids, and I always notice that, uh, number one, they cut weight the wrong way, and then they do not eat the right kind of foods during uh, these long weekend tournaments still that will help sustain them through the ter- uh, through the tournament and keep them energized and strong. So tell, I guess, people that are listening, especially kids and, you know, young wrestlers who are listening to this podcast, uh, some of the things you guys do basically to cut weight the right way and then some of the foods and, and stuff that you put in your body after weigh-ins and doing the tournaments to kind of fuel your body to keep you competing on a, on a high level. We'll start, I guess, with uh, Nathan first and go to Pat. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing really, like, special or crazy. You have to, you know, as, as tournaments or, or duels approach, you're going to have to eat, like, a little bit less and, and uh, work out a little bit more. That's that's the only way to lose weight. Um, but, you know, you can, you can eat well. Uh, one thing I, I kind of do is, I you know, my diet is when I sit down for a meal, it's, it's like, probably half vegetables and then the rest of whatever I'm going to eat. Um, and I just try to stay away from, candies and, and desserts and stuff that are gonna you know make the weight harder to lose on the back half of, of uh, like the workouts and, and get my weight down um, and then I think after you weigh in just focusing on feeling good don't focus on 
like how big you can get or, or uh, like like going the opposite direction on purpose. Just eat and drink until you feel ready to ready to perform, ready to compete, and then go do what you do, and, and then look at look at what you're gonna have to do later afterwards. Um, I think something that high school kids maybe kind of do is is they they starve themselves, they deplete themselves, and then they they just look for for any kind of uh, like reward at the end. So they'll they'll go get you know bojangles and a Mountain Dew, and they'll they'll sit down on the bleachers and, and feel like they did what they had to do when that's not helping them them reach their actual goals of, of winning wrestling matches or, or state titles or whatever it is that those kids are doing. So staying away from like that process stuff is, is huge, I think. Sure. What about you, Pat? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I still don't think that helped you know, that, that great of a way, but uh, definitely better than in high school. Um, you know, I definitely think that water is huge, right? And so uh, during wrestling season, if you're really drinking anything besides your water, at least sit down every day. Uh, it's way harder to come off than what you were. When your body, when you, when you have water and you're hydrated, body kind of flushes itself a lot easier, your, your immune system and your um, digestive system just kind of work, work a lot better and work at a faster rate, especially if you're working out, you know, multiple times a day. Um, and second of all, if you're working out multiple times a day, you need, you need, you need to fuel that cut. So what our coaches say as well, is like, you got to fuel that that workout and that, do those two workouts a day. So every time you work out, you really have to get to your body to make the thing uh, uh, uh kids of course it, they they do not understand that uh there's some science in, involving uh you know weight cutting so all, it brings me to another question because i know that if you've done this sport long enough you you've probably had one of these tell me pat and then we'll go to nathan next tell me about your worst weight cut like just you know to where like how did it affect you just that wanted that was just so bad you'll never forget it and where were you at Unfortunately, I've had, had a lot of these I can tell you. Um, but the, the one that comes to mind is at Fargo. Um, I don't even credit to being in bad nature. I think I cut the weight pretty, pretty well for how much I was cutting. I was cutting about 135. I think that was 120. And um, the weighing was, the, the first weigh was on Friday night. We didn't wrestle until Saturday. But you didn't weigh in again until Sunday morning, right? So you had over 24 hours to, to you know, be replenished before you had to weigh in again. 
So the end of that Saturday, uh, I was I was 134, and I had to be 122 the next day. So that was that's 12 pounds right there. Oh that hell! That I had to get off. Um, Mike Ray was the team New Jersey coach at the time. He coached at Cornell right now. Um, and it was just, right, I had to saw the suit on, and I was just running. It was summertime, so that helped right in North Dakota, where it's just flat, you know, farmland. So I was just running for miles, breaking that sweat, you know, keeping it going. Then I went to the gym, started, started jump roping, doing fast speed, stuff like that. Got my, got like six of it off, went to bed. Day, I was, uh, I think I was still like three over. Um, so finally got down at like 7 a.m. Wings were at, I think, 8 30 or 9. Um, but it was just, it was just working out a lot. Uh, didn't put anything back in my body, really. Um, and, and, and you can definitely tell I was kind of a different person. It was good because it was only one match that day. I only had my placing match. Um, so I had a little bit of time to recover in between. Um, but if I had done this for an hour after that land, it would, it would not have gone wrong. So, um, but yeah, that was probably my worst weight. What about you, Nathan? Do you have a story like that? I know most, a lot of pretty big guys, they really don't cut a lot of weight. So, but tell me a little bit about your, 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 your story about your worst weight cut if you have one. Uh, yeah, I mean, in high school, I think it's pretty well known that I didn't cut a whole lot of weight. Uh, my senior year of wrestling, like 195, I think I weighed in. You know, like 190 was, was like, 190, 191 was about as high as I ever got. Um, but this year, I'd say maybe I had, it wasn't like a horror story. It wasn't like crazy bad. Uh, but after the first day at Midlands, I was probably like nine over that night. And I got... Um, Got like three off at the Coliseum, at the like the arena. Uh, came back, got a little extra workout in, went to bed, was still like two and a half over when I got up. Got you know got there early and, and got the rest of it off. So it wasn't like crazy bad or anything like that. But um, it's just a little bit of a different, like a different beast in college. It's a little bit of a different way that they that we do it. You know, we're not like like starving ourselves or depleting ourselves. We're working out more, which uh, you know. Yeah, when you said, uh, I think you and Pat both. I think Pat said ten over, and you and nine over. What what made you get that high? Like if like you you know the schedule, I guess at the beginning of the season. Um, what how how did you end up being that that much over? Like you, you kind of get where I'm where I'm coming from. Like talk a little bit about that. Um, yeah, so for me in that instance, it was, it was, uh, you know, after the first day of, of wrestling all day, we waited in the morning and then, uh, kind of go all day. You want to feel good for, for all the matches you're going to have to wrestle. Um, that's what I did. I you know, got my body feeling good. Like I was saying earlier, um, drank enough, ate enough. And then, um, you know, on the back half of that, getting it off, it really comes off easier, I think. Uh, the second, like the second way, just because all that, all that stuff, you kind of just like threw it all in your body, um, and you almost, you don't, I don't know if the right word is, is shock it, but you kind of shock your body, um, and then it all, it all just kind of comes out through, through working out and, and just going about your day. But 
yeah, the, the reason I was so high was because I was just trying to feel good and, and, and wrestle the best that I could. Right. I'll, um, I know you guys got to go here in a second, but I'll start this uh, next question out with you, Nathan. Um, who is the one person in your life that you would like to wrestle in front of? Um, maybe living or, 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 or dead. Is who is somebody that you want to wrestle in front of that you hadn't had a chance to uh, do or want to do or can't do now because, you know, maybe they passed away or something? Um, who wants to get this question? You want you want Pat to get it? Or you want me to? Um, to be honest with you, I really—that's a good question. I don't really know the answer to it. Um, man, you know, I think the first thing that comes to mind would probably just be family. Um, maybe maybe like my uh, like my great grandfather on my dad's side. I've just heard a lot of stories about him. And kind of how, how tough he was, and I think wrestling in front of him and trying to somehow like live up to that would be would be pretty cool for me. Um, but yeah, like the first thing I think of in that in that question would be family. It wouldn't be anybody like like famous or anything like that. It would definitely be right. Definitely uh, what about you, Patrick? My great grandfather on my dad's side. That'd be really cool. My dad, dad died when I was like less than one years old. Um, I don't even remember ever you know, having an experience with him. And my mom's dad had died before I was born. And my dad's mom, I do remember her being around my, my grandma Sylvia. Um, she, she died when I was five. So she really never got to experience my wrestling career at all. So I would say those, those three grandparents, um, I, would, I would, you know, give them on that side watching wrestle. Specifically, my dad's dad is my, my dad's mom, still alive, grandma, and she, uh, you know, she would tell me stories of, like, you know, how proud my grandfather was to see that she, how much, how much he gives and he's here and he's getting to wrestle and all this stuff, so, um, I definitely, you know, would have loved to see him, you know, experience my dad's and all these other things I'm really You know, I know he's watching over me in heaven. For sure. So, one last thing, and I'll start it off with uh, Pat. Uh, what are some words, parting words, and uh, or encouragement that you could give to uh, younger wrestlers that inspire to uh, wrestle at the next level and, and be great at it? Um, you know, and, and win win those tough tournaments like like you have, and or, or even place in them. So, just tell me a little. Tell me a little bit uh, uh, about that. Tell me some words you can give to like the younger wrestlers. Yeah, I would say um, the thing that I'll leave you guys who are listening right now with is, is just uh, be excited to work. Um, you know, I think a lot of times as a wrestler, you, you, you understand how hard it is compared to other sports, right? Not, not, it's not hard to see you're, you're doing more than, than everyone else is um, in other sports. Um, but for me, at least in high school, right, my mindset was, well, this is like freshman, sophomore year. Like, I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to be a normal kid who played video games and went out and partying and doing all the stuff that normal people do. Um, and really just be normal, right? And so what I realized was the reason why uh, I could be normal.
normal was because of, of all the work that I was doing um, before that, right? So get them practicing and then go play video games, right? Get, get, get a lift and a, and a practice in and then go hang out with your friends, right? It doesn't have to be hanging out with your friends for eight hours after school and doing nothing with your kids. Um, I think the easiest way to go about getting done is put the work Right. What about you, Nathan? Yeah, I think uh, something that, that like the younger generation is just gonna have to embrace, um, and that like pretty much every single good wrestler has is sacrificing, you know, things that they like to do. Kind of like Pat was saying, just like going out and hanging out with your friends or just just chilling out and, and sitting on the couch watching TV, like kind of have to sacrifice those things that make you feel good in the short term or things that are going to make you make you like proud and, and, and happy in the long term uh, and I set your life up for really good really good things uh, one thing that I was always preached uh, when I was younger was like just perspective uh, on, on what you're doing this is obviously a, an incredibly difficult sport but your life could be so much worse so much worse off and you have an opportunity every single day to, to do something that you really enjoy, that being wrestling, and, and try to get as good as you possibly can at it. So just kind of keeping keeping the long journey in perspective um, and know that if you commit yourself to, to that journey, that you're not going to look back and, and regret working too hard. There's really no such thing as that. Um, so, yeah, just keep, keeping everything uh, in perspective and enjoying, enjoying your life, enjoying the Right. So, hey, guys, well, I'm going to let you go. Um, I know you guys, you know, you got a still got an hour trip in front of you to Harvard. Uh, I will say good luck. Um, I hope uh, everything goes well. You guys come out of that uh, win or lose injury free and, and ready to go again uh, next competition next week or whenever you wrestle again. And I appreciate your time, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no problem. Um, guys, that was Nathan Dugan and, and uh, Pat Glory and wrestlers at Princeton, and I'm glad they gave me some time. Uh, you know, maybe you may hear something on here that's probably a little bit inspiring. I mean, they, they, they're top-level wrestlers. You know, they, they, they train hard. They do all this stuff. They make the sacrifices, uh, and that's just what it's going to take to get at the next level. So, um, until next time, this is another episode of uh, Cast of Champions, and hopefully um, we'll see you soon or at the next one.